Welcome to episode 9 of the Prisoner of My Own Mind podcast. I want to start off by thanking everybody for listening and for downloading, following, subscribing. I sure do appreciate it. I appreciate all of the listens and everything that you I've been getting. It's wonderful. And uh, it's been a few days since I've made one. Um, it's been a pretty rough few days. As I'm sure most of you go through. But anyway, the topic of today's podcast is... Who are we? Or more aptly put, who are we after anxiety and depression? What does it what does it make us? Who does it make us? Well, uh, how, how does it make us different now? than what we were before or how we were before our anxiety or our depression or our anxiety and depression. For me, I, I can remember back when I was just in my young teens, 13, 14, maybe even 12, 13, 14. I just, it was young. I wasn't young, young, but I was in my teens. And I would go to bed. I didn't know I was having panic attacks. I didn't know what they were. Had never heard of them. Uh, and uh, until, you know, later when I was, you know, diagnosed with panic and anxiety <clears throat> you know, I, I got to thinking back on my on my life in my younger years, and I figured out that that's what I was having. I just always thought it was worry because my mom was a perpetual worrier, but of course I found out later too that she had panic attacks, and my brother, one of my brothers, had panic attacks or uh, anxiety. They both had anxiety. And um, so, I guess part of it for me is genetic, to a certain extent. But I remember uh, me and mom. This is after my my memo passed away. We had moved from where we were living to a another little town, not too far from where we had been living, but we moved into a trailer little cracker box trailer had two two bedrooms you know like a master bedroom and then one closet sized a little bit bigger than a closet sized uh, bedroom you know the hell they in them older trailers how they were and uh we uh you know we were poor of course but we got by but it seems like I would go to sleep or go to bed every night and I would, my main worry was for some reason, um, I, I was, I was so afraid 
of the rapture coming just any time and then of course I was afraid mom would die um, those were my two main triggers back in back at that time I don't know why I think you know looking back on it I think probably the 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 whole rapture thing had to do with my mamaw passing away uh, is what triggered that one and then also probably triggered the one the of, of mommy passing away but who I was before then I was just a happy-go-lucky kid I had not a care in the world I was a completely different person um, I was outgoing fearless and I would do things that after the panic attack and anxiety started I wouldn't I wouldn't do I wouldn't even think about doing but I would do them before now after all of these years of, of dealing with this especially after my first wife passed away in 2001 and the depression really kicked in that really changed my life that 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 night that night changed my life forever in 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 ways that I don't think that I have still figured out but the way I've looked at it is um, the first part of my life growing up from age say seven six or seven up to the age of twelve is when my memo died that was the first segment of my life the second segment of my life was from 12 to 22 and I got married at 22 to my first wife and then from and that was in 1989 and then from 22 to well, from 1989 to 2001. That was the third section of my life. And at the end of the third section of my life, that's when my life changed. Now, the fourth section of my life was the interval between my first wife passing away and the five years or six years between her passing away and me getting married again and during those six years well there was one point during those six two points during those six years that I've thought about getting married again and both times I was shot down basically but anyway 
at the beginning of at that inter at the end of that interval, <clears throat> which would be be the beginning of the fifth section of my life, is when I got married again, and that section lasted from then. And I, I can't think of the, the 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 amount of years now from that point to now, the years and and everything is all messed up, because that part of my life from that time till now is all jumbled up. It's all jumbled up and it's all blurry in my mind because of all of the. Um, badness and hurt and sadness and depression and everything that's happened in my life since that time so I got married the second time in 2000 and nine. So from 2009 till now is basically details. Details are all blurry. So, but from then till now, from from section one to now, who I was before section two to now is completely different. Now I know that everybody changes throughout their life. I know that everybody, as they grow up, as they get older, as they have their experiences, as they have their life experiences, and now what I consider life experiences is if you're the average human being and you learn from your mistakes, that's your life experiences. You make a really huge mistake in life and you learn from that mistake, then you have made a life experience. And believe me, throughout my life, I made several life experiences. I learned a lot. And a lot of those I'm not proud of. And uh, some of them, you know, have contributed to my anxiety level over the years. But we'll not go there. But... That has made me, from the end of section one, who I was before the anxiety, which actually started in section two of my life. Who I was before that section, who I was before I got the anxiety, is nothing like that person then. Now, I know that all children, or most children, are carefree and happy. They go out, or that, well, not many kids go out and play anymore. But back when I was growing up, we'd go outside, you know. That, that's what we had to play with, was outside. You know. And um, we didn't have video games. We didn't have 
PS3s, PS4s, Xboxes, uh, computers, tablets, phones, cell phones, I mean, smartphones, flip phones, um, any of that stuff. You know, we had uh, a TV that got three channels. And you were lucky if, you know, you could get all three channels on any given day. Because it you didn't have cable. You got it off of an antenna. That tells you how old I am, right? But as I went through life and I made my mistakes and I learned from those mistakes and I earned my life lessons, I changed naturally through the natural order of things. But also on top of that, I changed my anxiety and my depression also caused me to change now over the last since 2000 and ten or eleven no since 2000 since the end of 2012 till now my life has been hell because that's when my second wife well that's that's when I, I got divorced and I always thought throughout my whole life you know I, I, I thought that I'll, I'll never get divorced because you know I've always been one to believe in fidelity you know I never cheated on any of my wife on either one of my wives never cheated on I was always faithful to him um, I, I, I'm not was never the type to really argue with with my wives either one of them um, but um, with the second one I, well, I'm not even going to get into that but anyway from that point to now has been hell for me and in 2001 when my first wife passed away in my arms that was the life-changing moment for my life. And then, again, because of the way my brain is wired and my belief system and the way I was raised and the traditions that I was raised with, even though my mom and dad got divorced when I was five years old, still, in my mind, marriage was a sacred thing for me. And in 2012, that, that shattered. So that changed my life and changed me as a person overall even more. Okay? So, now, when I started taking care of my mom who, as most of you know, if you've been listening to my podcasts, had vascular dementia. For six years, I watched her go from the mom I knew all my life to a person that was almost unrecognizable to me. That did me a lot of damage. Mentally. And 
that changed me even more. And when she passed away, I became somebody completely different. I'm no longer the same person that I was before January the 5th of this year. I mean, I have the same body and I have the same brain. I mean, you know, physically I'm the same person. But mentally, I am a totally and completely different person. I had a friend ask me not too long ago about love. And I told this person that I'm not capable of love anymore. Now, I can, I can love somebody to, like say a family member or like a friend you know that type of love but to be in love with someone in a romantic type of way that part of me is dead and I've I've even talked to my psychiatrist about this and that part of me is dead it's gone and I can't get it back I've tried I really have that that that's not the main part of me that changed when mom passed away that changed before then what changed with me when mom passed away and made me the the person that I am today was trust and um let's see What's the word? Trust. And. I guess. Expectation. Now. Not expectation in the way. Of. I expect people to. To do this. Or to do that. Or I expect. Something from someone because I believe they owe it to me. Not that type of expectation. It's the type of expectation that, you know, like it's an expectation of, say, out of a mom or a dad or whatever, you know, you, you expect your mom or your dad to love you or you expect your, um, you expect your boss to, you know, be bossy. Uh, or you expect your, um, you know, your neighbor, if you're friendly with your neighbor, you expect your neighbor to be neighborly. That type of expectation. That is what I'm talking about. When, when my mom died, it was after July or January the 5th, after she died, the, the, the days and weeks and months that followed, my trust and my expectation and my belief system in in certain things died and I can't get them back and I don't know if I want to get them back I don't think I do so who am I now I don't know 
Are you the same way? Are you the same person that you were before your anxiety? How many times has something major happened in your life that has caused you to sit down and say, Who am I? Have you thought about it? I have. Um, it's, it's a question that burns in my mind all the time. Every day, every night, all day long. You know, I'm constantly going back to that question. Especially for the last, I don't know, two or three weeks. Who am I? What am I here for? What is my purpose? I've got so many things going on in my mind. And, 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 and there is so much stuff that's getting ready to happen in my life. that I, And I have no control over it. And, um, so, you know, I asked myself, who am I? Why am I here again? So, I just wanted to know if, if, I mean, again, this takes me back to the, I want you guys to go to the WordPress website and comment. You know, leave me a comment. Go to that little box down there at the bottom of that page and just start typing, you know, and, and, and let me know what you've been through. Let me know what you're going through. Contact me. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are now after the anxiety and the depression? Um, do you know if you're the same person after you after the anxiety depression? Um, do you know if you're that same person as you was before? How much have you changed? How little have you changed? What parts of you have changed? Like what thought processes? How has your thought processes changed? How has your um, how has your ability to have compassion changed? How has your ability to love changed? How has your ability to trust changed? How has your willingness to change uh, to love change, to trust change, and have compassion change? Do you trust as much as you used to? Do you trust like you used to? Do you have compassion as deeply as you used to have at one time? Not necessarily for the same person or the same people, but maybe for someone new. Someone you've just met. Is That's what I want to know. But I, I'll never know it if you, if you don't let me know. And, and that's why I keep asking. That's, that's why I keep begging. Go to that website. I'm a prisoner of my own mind. Dot WordPress dot com. 
and just, you know, listen. You can listen to the podcast. You know, after you listen to the podcast, you can you can go down to the bottom of of that first page of that page the podcast is on, and there's a box down there. It's a comment box, and just start typing. It's it's not a lot to ask for. But I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to. And I understand that a lot of people don't want to share their feelings. And I understand that a lot of people, especially the you know those of us that have the anxiety, the depression that goes along with the anxiety, I understand. You know, we don't. You don't want to share. You don't want to open up. You want to keep it inside. And I understand that. You don't want other people to to know your demons. You don't want other people to see your demons. You don't want to. You don't want other people to think that you're powerless against your demons. I know. I've been there. I'm there now. It just so happens that I'm the type of person that doesn't mind putting it out there. And you don't have to put your real name on there. You don't have to even put your name on there. You can put whatever you want. You know, um, and and I promise you, if 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 you sign up through email, I swear to you, it's it's not an email scam. It's nothing. It's 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 honest. You will never get an email from me, except when I post a new podcast. That's the only time you'll get an email from me, unless you request otherwise. If you request me to send you an email or you or whatever then of course I will but um but you know that's that's what I'd like to know or another one of the things that I'd like to know like you know in my last podcast you know I asked you um like I asked you in the last one you know it was like uh, one of the main things I wanted to know is like, is, are there any, you know, veterans that listen to this podcast? And do you suffer from PTSD? Like I said, first of all, thank you. Thank you so much for your service. And then second of all, if you, if you suffer from PTSD, you know, get in contact, you know, go to the site and, and post on there. Uh, you know talk about it let me know what you go through so I will know if I'm going through the same thing that's that's what I'm that's what I want to do and I want to be able to share these things with you and I ask these questions not as rhetorical questions I ask them in the hopes that somebody somebody will will respond And, uh, so, again, it's the question, well, the, you know, the topic, subject, question, whatever, is, who are you now? Who are you now compared to who you were before anxiety and depression took hold of your life? I told you who I was then. And who I am now. I don't know who I am now. I don't know. 
I don't know what I am now, if that makes any sense. I mean, other than obviously being a human being, I don't know what I am. I don't know who I am. And I don't know where my life is going. And that's a scary thought. When you really stop and think about it. You, when, you, when you stop and think about where's your life going, you know, and, and you can honestly sit and say, well, I don't know. I honestly don't know from one day to the next. And when you know that you're standing on ice that is that thin, and ice, of course, representing life in general, and it's that thin... And you honestly don't know if you're going to break through or not. That's a scary thing for me. I don't know if it is for you or not, but it is for me. And for me, it feels like that ice is just getting thinner and thinner every single day. Every day. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about tonight. Or this evening. That's what I wanted to make a podcast about. So, if you want... Go to the website. Put a comment on there. Tell me what you're going through. Tell me what you feel. Tell me who you were and tell me who you are now. Tell me what's changed. You don't have to tell me what changed you. Just tell me what's changed in you. And you don't have to get real personal. Just, you know, tell me, like, what's changed inside you, inside your emotions, inside your heart, inside your mind. That's, that, that's all. That's, that's, I'm just, you know, nothing major. So, but anyway, once again, I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for being there. And if nothing happens, I will definitely catch you guys on the flip side. See you later.